Welcome to Vital Views podcast for UNLV School of Nursing. I'm Joe Gascioni, Communications Director for the School of Nursing. You're probably wondering why a communications guy is talking to you about nursing. Fair point. I'm not a nurse, but I know plenty of nurses who are willing to share their expertise from all walks of life. My goal is to hopefully help facilitate their knowledge, to try and make it less in the weeds and more palatable for general audiences, while retaining the importance of what these health pros are talking about. These nursing stories focus on work on the front lines, in the classrooms, in the lab, wherever our nurses are making a difference. We're all getting a front row seat to essential health information through the lens of a nurse's vital views. There are about 30 students currently in UNLV Nursing's accelerated second degree bachelor in nursing program. It's a long name, but this program gives non-traditional students a chance to earn an undergraduate nursing degree if they already have a bachelor's in another field. This is a more intense track than a traditional bachelor's in nursing program, but it offers an opportunity for people who are interested in nursing to add a new chapter to their lives in order to scratch that itch of helping others. Joining us today in the booth is Lillian Yang, one of our current second-degree bachelor students. Her first degree was in food science and nutrition. Lillian's come a long way towards earning a nursing degree. Seven years ago, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Thankfully, she's now in her eighth year of remission, and she's also involved in nonprofit work to spread the word on breast cancer awareness. Lillian, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having me on this weekend. Let's start with your background, (laughs) nutrition and food science. What made you take the leap into nursing? So I went to Culinary Art High School. That kind of like led me into interest in nutrition and food science. But I was in a rotations and the clinicals inspired. I noticed myself that like I love to be in like hands or jobs instead of just. I mean, I'm not really like discriminating other like properties of the other jobs, but I'm. I feel like I like to be close to the patients and I like taking care of in person, like hands on jobs like, compared to. Dietitians doing more like prescription-based work. So yeah, that's why I've been here. Now, how has it been so far? Now, as of this recording, you've been in the program for several months now at least. Yes, it's actually been full two months. Yes. Well, it's only been two months. We've been taking how many classes? Like four classes already. Like like you expected. Like it's accelerated program. It's super fast, super intense, hardcore. But I love it so far because I don't have to like take a little break. No, just nonstop doing and finishing it quickly because it's kind of like so it's in my personality as well. It's it's difficult, but challenging. But I love it so far. Now, with your background in health, not just in education, but you're also a personal trainer. Yes. Has that helped you so far in nursing school? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, I'm training my clients. Like, it's also, like, give me a lot of, like, approach from, like, communication skills. Of course, sales. I think it's a sales number one. But I feel like nursing is also based off, like, you're taking care of your patients or either, how do I say, oh, clients. So, yeah, that, that helps a lot. Also, some of the, like, musculo like the body systems, like which is like very heavy, um, focused on like personal training too. And with that part, I could like accommodate well with some of the classes that I'm taking as well. Mentioning sales, you bring up a good point when it comes to nursing. It's not just the tech side, right. the technical aspects, the, yes. the health science knowledge. You have to have an interpersonal relationship too. You have to Correct. be able to talk to people. You're not selling them necessarily. Mm-hmm. But you have to be engaging. You have to. Right. The treatment is is building that connection, too. Yes, I'm 100 percent with you. It's not necessarily selling the product. I think like the beauty of sales, because I'm currently working as a B2B sales job, too. I'm having two jobs, sales and training. The beauty of sales would be like you're 
I don't have to be the person like selling products to make profit. It could be like sharing my stories or like stories from the others to convince them to do something in the right way or like having a better care plans. What's it like interacting with your cohort? Because all of you are, are have your own unique background. You've all lived the undergraduate experience somewhere else. And now you're all coming for one common goal. What's it been like hearing their stories? Oh, we have like a very different varieties, like lots of like different uh, backgrounds. Some of them are one in pre-med. Like I think there are a lot of them in pre-med, kidney major. I think one of the most interesting uh, background major to her, one of them are agriculture. I mm-hmm. haven't really like seen it. And that's that's interesting to see what would go yeah. from agriculture to yep. nursing. I mean, there's that science basis, but it's, it's, it's fascinating. Different. It is different, but it's yeah, there are a lot. We mentioned uh, during the introduction that you're now in your eighth year of remission. You were diagnosed with breast cancer uh, seven years ago. Can you talk about that moment when you found out? Were there were there red flags that that clued you in that maybe there could be something wrong? Well, actually, yeah, eight years. This is almost ending. It's gonna be nine years soon. I'm excited. Well, first diagnosis was in 2015. There was a like, I guess, like there was a signs and no symptoms. I guess just the signs and symptoms to say. During the pregnancy of my four-month pregnancy, I found a little lumps are there. was like quarter size, like kind of little tiny nodules, I would say. So I talked to my OB doctor and I said, no need to worry about it. Like you're in a pregnant. So let's just go ahead and um, wait. It just looks like a just memory gland. He didn't send me any uh, follow-ups. I was waiting. I thought it was okay. And after I had a baby was still there, I would follow with the primary. And, and then they got me an ultrasound. Says, says the same thing, was it just fiber lumps? So I was like, yeah, I was keep checking every six months, but I feel like the lump was growing. So at the end, um, I had to request the biopsy. That's what they did. That's how we found that it was a cancer. So like usually people saying that if it's a cancer or slumps, you will not be able to move, like the lumps will not move, immobile. Or either like you have other like symptoms like discharge of something, like rash, different like shapes. But I didn't have anything except for like those lumps are growing. It was around, around like, I guess like 3.3 centimeter. Like it's like a gold pole size and it, it actually spread out to lymph nodes. It's just because that I had to wait two and a half years to get those biopsy. They wouldn't put me on any follow-ups just because I was only 24 at the time. And then how long did your treatment last? So I did full year. So I had to do, first I had to do all testing again. I, I actually flew back to Korea because I didn't want to wait again because I didn't know that what stage I was at. And um, I did all the testing again and I had a lumpectomy. So they took the lumps out and then they took some limb cells out too because it was transmitted to lymph nodes too and chemo for six months and another two months for radiation. So it's, it's about a whole year, I would say. What myths did you debunk personally as you were going through your diagnosis, your treatment, and even in remission? Were there things that you had heard about breast cancer that when you actually went through, you thought, oh, this really isn't true, or this is actually a lot different than what people thought? Oh, there are so many, because I... In like general concept about breast cancer or any type of cancer treatment, it's based on chemo or surgery. So you, of course, your immune system level was really lower than the others. 
So I was really worried about having like crazy side effects of chemotherapy, which is like nauseous, vomiting, or like loss of loss of your hair, everything. I was actually okay handling the nauseous vomiting. I, I had none. I only had a one time for the first one. I was actually okay with that. Of course, I lost hair. But other than that, I was perfectly fine. I guess it's all the like positive mindset that like, oh, I could just go through this, you know, I'm young enough. They got always give you the right way to like go through whatever the old is that you have. Yeah, I was actually okay handling those parts. It's just the fact that like, just a little bit nervous of hearing all the negative like facts pieces from everywhere, you know, that kind of like makes me nervous at the first before starting chemotherapy. And, sh- and in other people's defenses, everyone's different. Everybody's everyone's, different, yes. So it's, it's yes. we're not saying that one case yes. is, is how it My normally case is. My case cannot be for everybody, but like, at least like for myself, like it wasn't too bad. I was still working out. I snowboarding during the radiation therapy. Wow. I know people say crazy, but I was actually handling okay. Everybody's different. Like right. everybody could handling different. It could become at the different way too. But like I don't. I would say, believe yourself. Like you could go through. I know it'll be rough. It, it's it's it wasn't easy. It's not easy way. But I would say I would say it's okay. Through some recent volunteer work, I spoke with uh, yeah. pediatric cancer survivors, and mm-hmm. they said that one common myth for them was even after treatment and remission, the remission wasn't the end of it. Like there were still regular checkups. Yes. It wasn't a, yes. totally done. Did you feel that way? Did you have that too? Oh, yes. Like I bet pediatric cancer will be more, they have to follow a more protocol, I believe, because usually the pediat- pediatric cancer is more like, aggressive like compared to like breast cancer or the hormonal it depends on the types I cannot say what's what but for my case yeah I have to follow up every six months of like all the protocols for memo ultrasound MRI and then every year with the bone density and other stuff as well for I would say oh and then hormone pills too the moment you found out you were cancer free how euphoric is that experience do you feel like it was giving you, as cliche as this might sound, a new lease on life. I didn't really feel like, like, oh, I'm cancer free because I, like I said, I believe that, like, I will go through this, and finally it's done. I was just like, hey, I just have to be careful from now on, just watch myself more. I was eating well, and I worked out even before I had a cancer, but like, I wanted to making sure that like I share my stories to other people too. Like it could be happen to anybody. Everyone has a cancer car- carcinogenic cells in your body genetically. It just have depends like how you develop it. it it's not you, you know. Like it could right. happen to anybody. It just happened to me. I was really healthy. Like nothing would happen. But yeah, I just wanted to share my stories to everyone and inspire. Say that like we could prevent it. Just do more like follow ups and then. Because if you see some signs and symptoms like I did during my pregnancy, of course, my doctor wouldn't like let me do do farther. But like you, I noticed that like, you just have to keep like fight through. You you would have to be on the top of it. Right. Making sure you're on your right track to like taking care of yourself. Well, you're pretty active as a survivor. You're part of a nonprofit yourself. Barbells yes. for boobs. Can you talk about what that group does? So we're a nonprofit organization for a post-cancer patient, breast cancer patient, also like current cancer, breast cancer patients too, helping them to uh, move again. Because in most of the cases that we found out is my doctor too. They said, oh, your right arm 
because you have no lymph nodes on your under armpit, so you cannot move at all. Don't lift heavy. Of course, you cannot inject any IVs. No BP blood pressure. I was gonna do BP uh, blood pressure checkups. Nothing. Just go ahead and save your arms, cause like you will body will react. It gets swollen and a lot of inflammation in the part. But I was able to like using body weight first to build my strength again back into it. I'm still working out too, lifting heavy without any issues. But there are lots of like um, post cancer patients just following the, all the protocols, like saying, oh, you can move again, but technically you should move more because you're building your scar tissues. So it will, it will remove your range of motion. So, so that's, the, that's what we usually do. We're helping them mentally, also physically to move again, like providing the coaching for working out and the mental and the nutrition programs as well. Do you sign up? Do people sign up if, if they've had cancer and they're uh, recovering? Do they sign up with you? Do you go out and look for work with certain groups? How does that uh, connection work? Um, so we have a like Facebook and an Instagram the pages. So we share stories and a, like share the programs as well. And also um, our founders and other coaches, they go to the gyms to coaching them as well. But most of the time, also to daily and then in the mornings, there's a coach doing online virtual coaching programs and every morning, weekdays. And we will have that information on this uh, episode page when it drops. Looking at your uh, long-term nursing goals, obviously you're still relatively new in the second batch program. Mm -hmm. With your background, are you looking at potentially oncology or are you looking at other fields? Well, my main like biggest like step was to start nursing was to be in oncology, but like, I also wanna like experience something ER or med search, like some more like a dynamic like steps of like nursing. I, that's what I feel like. I don't know, I'm still debating. Maybe oncology, of course, but like the other options will be ER or med search departments as well. We've touched on being a non-traditional student, going back to school. It takes a leap of faith. It, it takes confidence to be able to say, I've had this career and now I'm going into a totally new field, even there's there's some overlap in knowledge. Yeah. What would you say to people that might be interested in becoming a nurse or at the very least wanting to change their careers? Right, right. I would say that was actually like in my thought during the COVID time, you know, I was working at home too. I had lots of time to think of my career and path. So I, in my head, I was like, we're gonna leave like more than like 100 years now. <laughs> So I'm only at like 30th. So I, I still have like more than 70% of my life if it's a give or take. So I was like, I always wanted to work in the med field again. So I was in a dietetics, but I wanna work with the patient closely. So why not? So I've been started researching lots of like these kind of podcasts and also YouTube sources that whoever had like changed a career path. And I believe myself that I could still do it I mean, life is not short anymore with all those like great like healthcare systems and the people like taking spend more time for like they're taking care of like health as well. So I would probably tell like someone who's like thinking about changing career, like then there's no late time. There's no time for late or right time. You could do it whatever you are believing in inside yourself, I will say. That is all the time we have, Lillian. Thank you so much yeah. for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was really wonderful. Thanks for listening out there. Hope you have a great day.